0: Cheers to Kelly, who, though she was not invited to the dumpster fire that is Women Tell All, still apparently showed up in L.A. to hang out with her girls and have a good time, showing fidelity to a group of people who did not return the favor and show any kind of kindness or welcome to her. That's a real (laughs) check. To Kelly.
1: To Kelly.
0: Cheers. Cheers to That, a Bachelor franchise podcast. It's a podcast dedicated to exploring the big stories and questions that only a cultural touchstone like The Bachelor can inspire. I'm Stephanie Jackson.
1: And I'm Josh Jackson. Grab a drink and a bingo card and join us on Cheers to That. All right. I hope you guys missed us. We missed you. Thank you for being so patient while we take care of some business behind the scenes over the last three weeks.
0: Yeah, so to extend the airline metaphor... We've had some turbulence. Uh, I've had a very intense time with some school work uh, that I've had to do. I'm in, a, I'm in a pretty intensive program right now, and I just have not had time or brain space to do anything besides what was required of me. So thanks for listening again. If you're hearing this, uh, coming back to Peter's journey with us, we have been watching. We just have not been podcasting about it. So... We're glad to be back, and we're going to get you home safely. Just sit back and enjoy the flight.
1: Indeed. So um, I guess we'll just jump right into it. Obviously, there's um, this is definitely a, a catch-up episode from us. We'll just kind of skip all the bells and whistles and the cocktails and the recaps and whatnot and just dive straight into the topics of conversation. And I uh, hope you enjoy it. We'll get back into a rhythm starting uh, next week. With the finale. <laughs> yeah. We'll start next week with the end of this season something that i've been wanting to talk about for a while but we just haven't had a chance to uh and it got brought up again last night with the women tell all was this kind of dynamic there's this overarching dynamic with mckenna and kelsey and tammy all all about emotions and expressing emotions and i've been thinking about this a lot like first it was kelsey versus tammy and Tammy being like, oh, you're such a crybaby, you're emotionally unstable. And it's a, it's I'm taking it upon myself to tell Peter about this because it's somehow my problem. And then it became McKenna being emotionally unstable. But
0: Yes, let no stone
1: remain untattled. <laughs> exactly. So if I can boil it down to this, it, basically the, the two arguments look like this. So Kelsey is crying very easily all the time. And she's drinking too much and just being And just... pill
0: popping, apparently. That birth control and Adderall toxic combination. Uh it's not a real thing. Like that's <laughs> Okay,
1: well then there you go. Yeah. And yeah. why did Victoria P
0: say it? Well, I mean she's I I believe that she's taking Adderall and birth control, but I mean that's that's not a problem. That's like Okay. Pretty innocuous is my point. Yeah. Okay, okay, got it. Well then I
1: don't know why she she must have thrown in She must have thought that she was taking, like I don't know this whole cast is just super catty and just they use everything against each other all the time. They're the meanest people, and this is why none of them got tapped to be the bachelorette.
0: She probably thought that she was using something recreationally like, you know, Xanax or something, or I right. don't know.
1: A- anyway, so the argument is as follows Kelsey is over emotional, or she's very emotionally expressive, and the Kelsey argument is. Just because I'm being emotionally expressive doesn't mean I'm being unhinged. It's just I'm just I'm just expressing how I feel, and then that's how I process the situation. Tammy takes it as because you're being emotionally overly expressive, quote unquote, something is wrong, and that is a sign of you being unhinged, and that is a a a problem. And I kind of I kind of lean I kind of see both sides of it. Like I myself am a Pretty emotionally overt, expressive person, and I might lose my temper, or I might cry, or something. And it's just like, and I'm and I'm fine, like five minutes later, because I'm just kind of like processing it, like, oh darn it, uh, and then I don't know, that's not what I say, but, <laughs> but that's the <laughs> golly gee, oh horse feathers, <laughs> and so, <Fiddle> like, sticks. <laughs> but the you know it's a it's okay, but a lot of people can see outbursts of emotions as something very startling and kind of freaky. And so I try not to just overtly express exactly how I feel all the time. Cause it, it makes people uncomfortable, even though I myself am not. You're really. not out of control.
0: It just seems that way to other people. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So I don't know, like, like
1: the, the, the Tammy situation was, what's your take on, on like, do you think Tammy's being over the top in her reactions to McKenna and Kelsey being emotional? Do you think she's being unfair Or do you think she's kind of speaking for most of us when she makes those faces and those kind of, oh oh God, gestures and that kind of thing?
0: Well, a couple things. One, I would imagine that she's understandably a little frustrated having to be with the same group of people who she doesn't necessarily get along with for quite a long time. I mean, they have nothing else to distract them. They don't have TV. They don't even have, like, I think they're able to have, like, a Bible. Like, they're not even allowed to have, like, books and magazines and stuff. They... They journal and they they don't have their phones. I mean, they're you would get pretty stir crazy. I mean, it's like major cabin fever. Um, You're and, stuck with
1: a bunch of twenty two year olds.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I'm sure that there's a reasonable amount of restlessness among the right. <laughs> the the people in the house. Um, too. Yeah, I I don't think that she probably takes this kind of emotional expression very seriously, right. and so when she sees it, she's she's just going to react and not really worry about, like, tiptoeing around their feelings. And so that's going to cause conflict. But also, there's always one of these people in the cast where mm-hmm. they don't really have that great of a connection with the lead, and so they have to find some way to entertain themselves while they're there. And instead of, you know, writing love letters and building a vision board of their wedding or whatever <laughs> the, the the people in the final do... They start going, okay, well, I need to be the right reasons police and, and tell the lead that they're not here for the right reasons and, and mm-hmm. make sure that, you know, they don't do this to Peter because I care about Peter. And it's like, well, yeah, you you obviously do care about Peter, but you also aren't, you know, you know you're not going to end up with him. And, and so you're just trying to have something to talk about with him or something to, like, justify your your continued uh, presence in the house at this point. because. Right. <laughs> Yeah, this I mean, you, never, you, ever we worked. we
1: all can see that the end is in sight for you. We've never seen I've never seen a Tattler go to the Final Four.
0: Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean mm. maybe it happened back in the day, but ever since we've been watching, I've never seen anybody who's been
1: a Tattler get very far. But What's your take on on her reactions to Kelsey and McKenna's emotions? Like, like my my bias is. They love to say at the bottom of her name every time she shows up on screen that she's a house flipper. And so when I see that I think, okay, she's a she's a self made person, she's high risk investing in her own business. She's probably like she's probably a bootstrap kind of person. She's probably had to be had to be very tough. She she's a she's an Asian American who's probably very self reliant and so she probably sees crying as weakness. Maybe she herself has kind of had to like beat the weakness out of herself so so to speak.
0: And she showed already that she's very brash and she doesn't really like you know, take any you know what from anybody and is right. kind of like just doesn't have any any patience for people who are kind of softer or weaker. She's probably very hard on herself actually. Yeah, that's probably true. And so and so it probably drives her crazy when she sees this kind of display of just emotional volatility being rewarded in any right. kind of way
1: and that's probably what it is it's like, it's like, and
0: peter loves it and she probably hates that he loves it
1: <laughs> that's probably it it's like they get to be weak and fragile and emotional and get rewarded for it while i probably was punished for it at, at some point that's 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 my inter- I'm, I'm reading way into it but that's my interpretation
0: yeah and whether that was imposed upon her by family or whether she imposed that upon herself i mean Regardless, it's obvious that she has very specific ideas about how you're supposed to conduct yourself, and she's also very competitive. That's very obvious too, and so when you put together high standards and competition with somebody who's very competitive, then she's just going to not see it any other way and get very, very worked up when it's not going the way that she thinks it should go.
1: Right. That's my take. I'd be curious to see if anyone else has a similar opinion or a differing opinion uh, you can always comment on Instagram uh, in the meantime, okay, this, so this was something that we talked about in our circle of friends a lot, and that's the whole Madison situation. Yeah, so the okay, so again, two two sides to the argument. Madison uh, has has a value for herself about saving herself sexually from marriage, and she wants her husband to be the head of the household spiritually and it'd be hard for her you know getting engaged to someone who just six days prior had sex with two other women and if peter were to do that and not take her emotions into account then that would be very hard for her and she should or she would leave at that point versus girl don't you understand the premise of this show and what were you thinking and you never even made your intentions very clear until after he had sex with him, so it's not even fair. And also, you have tarantula eyes, and so you <laughs> should take take care of that. Uh, so I, I, I see both those things. I feel bad. I feel bad for Peter and Madison in that situation. I don't, I don't know. I, I go back Sounds and,
0: like you called her medicine, by the way.
1: I can use some medicine right now.
0: I know. Uh, oh, we're, we're both a little sick. I, that may be evident in our voices, but—
1: we're struggling. It's just we're so stressed for Peter. We're, we're so just, worried. For we're him. so
0: worried that he's not going to follow his heart. Bring that, her home.
1: <laughs> that it's affecting our. This amenities. is
0: what love stories are made
1: of. Bring back to us, Barbara. Settle it down. S- slow your roll. <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, I, I I don't know. It depends on what time of day it is. I can go either way on that on that debate. What's your take on it?
0: I think she can have any position she wants, but if she's going to go on a TV show and start handing out ultimatums, it's not going to go well for her. So, you know, that's the risk that she took. Um So, you don't find her very sympathetic? I find I find her incredibly likable. I I really I really like her and I feel for her and I I respect how well she articulated herself at least in ITMs. She didn't really do it very well in front of Peter. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I thought that she was she had she showed a lot of integrity with her position that she was not i don't know she didn't she didn't vacillate she wasn't capricious about it she was just like no this is really important to me and i'm not going to change that just because of these circumstances i mean i get the sense that she didn't really expect to actually fall in love with him right so that's probably part of it but regardless she really should have mentioned it earlier if it was going to be a a line in the sand, you know, for, you know, you you don't cross this line and it still work out cuz obviously he likes her best.
1: Right. But that, but technically though she didn't stick to her guns cuz she still accepted his rose. So in the end it's kind of irrelevant.
0: Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen now. I mean, I I think she's going to leave. Like that'll I That'll prob-
1: that'll be the fence jump is her leaving?
0: I I think so. Like I she looked so miserable when he gave her the rose. She was, really she was upset. like, "Okay." But I don't know if it was just, like, her feeling in that moment, like, maybe there's some way we can work this
1: out. But I just I just don't see it. I mean, I think if it was his choice, she would be number one. It sounds like, based on how Chris Harrison teased everything, that they're going to find out next week during the live taping if she accepted his offer. I don't know. So, if, I don't know. I'm really looking forward to that. <laughs> that fence jump they've been teasing it since the first second of the season so i'm really looking forward to it
0: yeah it's going to be really interesting and i think that hannah ann would be a great choice for him but he just doesn't seem excited about her
1: yeah uh, she has not come off super sympathetic in this situation she's been just as catty as everyone else
0: well we just also don't know anything about her like she's been such kind of this blank automaton sort of and i'm sure that she's a person with feelings and like a story but like we haven't gotten any of that everything she says is some kind of instagram platitude right she's just always cute and dolled up and sort of like pleasantly blank in her expressions and the way that she responds and acts and there just hasn't been a lot of well it's like i think it was dana carvey who was talking about young women and saying there's just not there's not enough there there uh-huh. <laughs> you know she just she seems sweet but it's like there's just not a whole lot to her and at least madison even though she has caused obstruction to this process mm-hmm. has at least provided some something some backbone some and- story some conviction of some right. kind you know
1: right hannah Ann is just like
0: Oh, I just am so in love with you, and it's it's gonna be great.
1: You've taught me what love means, and look look at this picture I painted of you. Yeah.
0: yeah, we're just both so weird,
1: <laughs> honey. You're not weird. <laughs> There's nothing weird
0: about you. You're a model. It's, you're I'm not from weird. Knoxville. You're, yeah, you're fine. So all that to say, I I think that Madison made a poor choice in her timing, but. I mean, I think she's perfectly justified to feel the way that she feels. People go on the show for a lot of reasons. Like they they want to have kind of a, you know, vicarious experience of like celebrity. They want to, they want to increase their social media presence. They want to like get into entertainment in some way. You know, they want to mm-hmm. meet people and be part of Bachelor Nation. Like, and honestly, there's nothing wrong with any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you get close to the end and there are real feelings there you need to seize your moment and communicate if there's some sort of like major um ultimatum or major conditions to your relationship that you haven't disclosed that's just it's not fair and so she really put peter in a difficult position and i don't know i feel i feel for both of them honestly
1: thanks for the cocoa reference by the way seize your moment
0: Oh, I love that movie so much. <laughs> Speaking of crying.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Remember Me. <laughs> Come on. So, some some heavier discussion topics. Uh, what are your thoughts on the racial segment last night?
0: Not gonna lie, I thought it was a little weird that they brought Rachel in to be like the delegate from Black America or whatever. It was just kind of like, "Hey, we had one person who was a lead who wasn't a white person." <laughs> Let's let her address – I mean, which is the right thing to do, but it just – I don't know. It felt kind of funny for for me. I was kind of like – Did it feel
1: ham-fisted to you? It was
0: just a little bit like – I don't know. I, I. It's fine. It just – it felt a little uh, contrived to me, but that's mm-hmm. okay.
1: I think what was, what was interesting about it, there have been a lot of times where The Bachelor tries to address racism, and it, it always seems weird. Like in the case of, for example, attacking Lee on Men Tell All – yeah, he said some pretty messed up stuff online, but you guys recruited him on purpose to be on the Black Leads season. So what the hell? And yeah, then, so
0: shame on you. Not, right. I mean, shame
1: on him too. But like, you guys enabled this. Like, like it's all there. Like, and then, and then also, and then the whole Corinne and Demario situation. Like, it seemed like it. From my interpretation of the whole debacle, it was two people like having sex in a pool and and basically like they turn it into this racism thing. And it seemed very sloppy. I feel like last night was the first night where they did a pretty good job of addressing that kind of stuff. And, and some of the, the posts they, they shared as harrowing and it's terrible that the girls experienced that.
0: Yeah. From what I heard on the here to make friends podcast, uh, which is hosted by actual journalists who do investigative research and actually get paid to do this. Thank you ladies. Yes. Uh, they were most likely responding to some really ugly stuff that had been sent to Sydney. And Sydney. Specifically? Yes. And as we know, Sydney is half white, half uh, African American and Dominican. Mm-hmm. And she had made some comments in conversations with Peter on screen that she had been bullied in high school. And there were some people who had sort of clapped back and said, like, no, she was like. Homecoming queen and all this kind of stuff, and basically calling her a liar, and she said, "Like, okay, yes, I w- I was popular at times in high school, but that doesn't mean I wasn't bullied. Also, it, it's you that, know, it's, it's, that, it's not mutually exclusive. <laughs> yeah, it's not a zero sum game here. So it, yeah, calling her into question about some pretty traumatic experiences that she had shared, and so right. that it was kind of ugly. Um, and I I do think that a lot of the Vitriol toward the contestants because there is that veil of anonymity over internet commenting. It does allow people to be a little bit more bold and a little bit more brazen Mm -hmm. with their, the uglier sides of their, their bias against people. And that includes racism and it's really, really gross. And I'm really glad that the production team at least acknowledged it specifically as racism and not just as. You know the price you pay of going on TV because, right. you know, you can come across as an unlikable character, quote unquote. But there's really no cause for attacking someone based on their racial or ethnic identity, or their sexuality, or their gender, mm-hmm. or these kinds of things. Like you can you can disagree with what someone says or how they behave, but right. it it cuts so much deeper and is so much more damaging. To, uh, to make it about the
1: other. I mean, Chris Harrison said it really well. I think he says, like, look, there's criticism. We're all going to get criticized. We can't protect it. But this is hate, and it's different. Like, we can make fun of, like, wow, Victoria F. is, like, just being super moody and e- exhausting. But that's one thing. It's another thing to to call her, like, stupid or ugly or a bitch or some sort of racial slur or something. That's that's totally another. And so I, I appreciated appreciated. Chris Harrison acknowledging hey criticism is a part of part of it and that's fine but hate is 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 past the line and i think that's a really healthy way for the show to address that
0: yeah you by going on the show you open yourself up to one but you shouldn't have to tolerate the other yeah there's a nuance there that somehow the internet misses go figure
1: <laughs>
0: but i i do really appreciate Rachel Lindsay i think that she's brilliant and beautiful and so admirable and I, it was good to see her and it was good to see her using her platform of being a former bachelorette to just be a voice of reason and a and to be a, a presence of solidarity especially for the women of color and those who feel like maybe they didn't get enough screen time to feel like they have as much of a voice um she can really step in and, and validate their experience and i thought that was
1: really helpful and really cool of her so yeah a lot of uh, big news in Bachelor land, Bachelor nation uh, this week. First and foremost, we have to acknowledge that Victoria F. is gone. She has been officially bumped from this flight. (laughs) And um, I don't have much to say about it, except that I just feel such a sense of relief. I don't know. It must be a production choice to make... Okay,
0: okay. I get it. Like, fine. You're like, you're happy that she's gone. Like, like... Like okay, fine, I get it. I don't know what you want. I don't know. Just I don't know. I don't know. Well, I know. I'm gonna go hide in the corner.
1: I know that the production loves to keep these people around, so the tension builds so so much. So when they finally leave, you're you're excited. So you have enough gas in the tank to get through the next two part episode we got next week. They did it with Luke P because we all want Luke P to go so bad by about episode four. And they kept it around just so we'd hold on long enough for just to Just so they could have that crazy confrontation. Yeah. I mean, they, they know how to, how to string us along. But she's gone. We can relax. The other big, bitter news. Well,
0: I was falling in love with her. So I literally can't even right now.
1: We'll be okay. The other big, bitter news is that Claire is now the Bachelorette.
0: Hooray! We like Claire.
1: I'm actually really excited about it. I think she's a combination of... Attractive, poised, experienced, but also kind of batshit at the same time.
0: And she was born in the eighties, which is like Me. Yeah, like a like a
1: the Haley's comet of women in the Bachelor franchise. Pretty much. I mean it's 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 sad when someone who's my age is considered like old, but Yeah, there were
0: jokes about like, is this the start of the older people bachelor, (laughs) bachelorette?
1: (laughs) This is the the official transition into this new market.
0: The senior bachelor, bachelorette.
1: I'm really curious. I'm really curious how she'll do. Like, I'm thinking back to the Benoit love situation. The The engagement,
0: yeah. They got engaged after Winter Games.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking about the, the, the Benoit engagement and just like, I can't remember why they even broke up. I just, as I recall, she just kind of snapped and like, but
0: like, no, they okay. So there I was the remember. whole okay. So think back to Winter Games. She was flirting with the German guy who wanted to meet with her in the jacuzzi. That's right. That's right. And and she did not want to go to the jacuzzi at that point. <laughs> and
1: I liked that guy.
0: He was funny, and uh, and Benoit was all about her. And there was this little love triangle, and then they left, and then he, I guess, slid into her DMs after filming. Right,
1: right, right. And then
0: they started dating, and then got engaged on the reunion show, I think. Was it? If I remember correctly. Or was it B.I.P.? It wasn't B.I.P., because then they broke up, and oh. then he went on B.I.P., and he was making out with Jenna, and right. she was with Jordan, right, and that right, was right. a triangle. Right, right, right.
1: Or but, quadrangle. But
0: that was already after that was already after they okay. broke up.
1: Yeah. So So he
0: he actually said I saw some Instagram post or something where he was just like, She'll be a great bachelorette. I'm so excited for her. She's wonderful. So he's really supportive of it. Mm-hmm. So that's
1: cool. Well you seem to be the more stable of the two uh in that situation. But but yeah, so lots to look forward to in Bachelor Nation in the coming months.
0: And Nick Viall is also very supportive of the choice of Claire as Bachelorette, so what if he showed up? That would be fun.
1: I mean, he makes lots of good decisions, so we know that his endorsement's worth it, so.
0: I mean, I think it would be fun if he pulled another Caitlyn season, mid-season,
1: like- Did they have a background?
0: I mean, I think they were at BIP together. I mean, a
1: lot of those old school people know each other. Hmm. It's like this whole, like, secret society, like- it's like a fraternity. It's like this like Freemason thing. I want to be in their club. Mm. I'm good. I just want to be like, their bartender or something.
0: Yeah, you'd be better than Wells. Sorry, yeah. Wells.
1: Yeah, I mean, all I'd be doing is making vodka soda with a splash of cranberry all night. But, I mean, you know, there are worse things. It would still be fun. I'll do that. Anyway, so that is our show. Um, love to hear from you. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Rachel segment and the Women Tell All? What are your thoughts on the... McKenna and Tammy and Kelsey situation oh BT dubs Um, I was looking up the the giant champagne bottle she got from Ashley I there's actually a term for that I'm probably wrong but you have a bottle of champagne the next size up is a magnum and hers I think is like four magnums big I think it's actually called a butt actually called a butt of wine so it's it, a buttload of wine. It's a, it literally was what what the term buttload comes from, a buttload of wine. I think that's a butt. Um, someone can correct me online. We're on Instagram. You can see our contact info in the show notes. Uh, let us know your thoughts. Are we off base? Are we spot on? Are we geniuses? I think we're geniuses. You can tell us otherwise.
0: And did you miss us when we were taking time off to attend to my scholastic
1: career I hope so. We We, we missed you. We sure missed you, yeah. Um, But um, just like Chris Harrison said on Monday, we too have bloopers. So we're going to leave you with those. Until next time, we'll catch you next week after the two-part season finale of Peter's Season.
0: Couldn't come a moment too soon. This has been a long flight, Pete. We love you, but we're
1: ready to land this thing. And with that, we say cheers.
0: Cheers. Back at that uh, when he pulls up. Blah, blah, blah.
1: So what are we drinking this time around? Um, I was paying attention to everything last night with the episode, and I guess this episode is brought to you by really, really yellow Chardonnay because I couldn't find anything else to talk about.
0: I I, I blah, blah, blah,
1: blah, blah, blah. to Kelly. Cheers. Say uh, to Kelly again. Yeah, to Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. There, there are times. During the month, time during this du- times <laughs> <sighs> that'll go on the blooper reel. Um,
0: <laughs> oh, times during the month. That's not what I meant. I oh, know. So- that's all.
1: No, well, I mean, I know. I
0: know. Just you weren't aware <sighs> that you were doing it. Yeah, so- it's
1: thinking- <laughs> cool. Thank you. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> verbal clash. That is the infinite clash between infinite. Infinite. Well, okay.
0: This guy really, really wants to believe the best of uh, charity that was. Su- uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh,
1: we get quite an upset. Upset. <laughs>
0: upset. <laughs> I. I. Uh, I. Uh, blah, 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 blah.
1: You know, I think boo slash vic, vicky vic boo boo. I can't. <laughs> okay. Victoria F. Yeah, I know, but but yeah, um, lots. Going on, but yeah, lots to discuss. Or sorry, lots, Next. lots to look forward to. It. So lots of, so lots of verbal clash. uh The, the famous fight between McKenna and Kelsey followed directly by Kelsey. Why can't I talk?